listening to Legal Talk Network. Hey, my name is Adriana Linares, and on behalf of the Legal Talk Network, I'm here to do an installment of Special Reports. Today we're on location at the Clio Cloud Conference at the beautiful Radisson Blue Aqua Hotel in Chicago. Joining me today is the adorable Allison Monahan. Do you mind if I call you adorable? Um, I'm not sure that's what I'm typically called, but I think I appreciate it. Thank well, you. Nice. You're welcome. <laughs> so I had the pleasure of meeting you last night at dinner, just randomly. Yes. So I feel like we're tight. We're friends. We're old friends. We're old we friends. go way back. Um, let me tell everybody else, though, that you're the founder of the Girls' Guide to Law School, a very popular website about applying, going to, and graduating from law school, as well as getting a job afterwards. Pretty important, I'd say. Definitely. She's also the co-founder for other startups such as the Bar Exam Toolbox and Trebuchet Legal. Welcome, Alice. Thank you. I'm delighted to be here. Well, I'm glad that you took a few minutes out of your busy day to come and talk to us. You're here as a speaker at the Clio Cloud Conference. You know, it's very hard to say that fast. It is hard. <laughs> like three or four times. Yeah, Clio Cloud. Um, well, I can't even yeah. say it once. See? Yeah. Tell us what you were speaking about or you're going to speak about. Uh, yeah, tomorrow I'll be talking about how different generations of lawyers can work together and resolve some sticking points and problem areas in a way that doesn't drive everyone crazy. Um, I think specifically they selected this topic to help some of the baby boomers figure out why all of their young employees are quitting and what they can do to keep them. (laughs) So I'm actually, I'll give you the the sneak preview where uh, I'm structuring the talk around why would someone want to work for me instead of you? Oh, that's a great way to approach it. Yeah, since one of our our people just quit her law firm job to work for us. Very interesting. And uh, so I like that idea because... You know, this whole thing of all these lawyers starting their own practices, whether they're fresh out of law school or having been in what we might refer to as traditional stodgy. The trenches. Yeah, the trenches. I keep saying that it's a shame that we can't capture facial expressions when we do these podcasts because my eyes bulge out of my face all the time, sometimes the way yours just did. And um, unless we describe it, it can't be seen. So, well, that's very good. So what are kind of like the two or three hits, the main points of... Your top um, presentation. Yeah, so some of the key areas that we'll be talking about, number one, feedback. Um, the baby boomer approach is sort of an annual review is about all the feedback anyone should need. And the sort of more millennial, like Gen Y approach is, no, give me the feedback every day. I want to get better. Um, Hit me up I, on Twitter. Yeah, exactly. Like you can send me a text <laughs> that says like, hey, you screwed this up because you tried to do a better job. So that's a huge one. Um, you know, people see the millennials as kind of entitled and they need hand-holding and all of this stuff. And some of that's probably to a certain extent true, but those aren't necessarily bad things. So I think the point of the talk is kind of like, okay, their generational preferences and then their business necessities. And anything that's not a business necessity is essentially up for grabs. So figure out some creative ways that, you know, you can keep people happy and hopefully keep them around. So you are, were, used to be a lawyer? Um, I think technically I've retired in Massachusetts and I'm inactive in California. Interesting. (laughs) But I was previously a lawyer, yes. Okay, so as a lawyer, that's probably what inspired you then to build the Girl's Guide to Law School. Right, well that was actually, interestingly enough, is a project that I came up with my third year of law school. Oh, so you're in law school. Yeah, so I was in law school, I was kind of bored my third year. Um, didn't have a whole lot to do, started doing a bunch of research. I frankly didn't really enjoy law school. Um, and I started looking into why that was. I was clinically depressed for a while, like it wasn't a great experience overall. And so I found out that, you know, there was all this research about women in law school and that they're not doing as well as you would expect and they're not happy and all these things. And it kind of put my personal experience in a different context. Um, so I had the idea for 
you know, what became the Girl's Guide to Law School. Um, and the slogan, you know, that we came up with is get in, get through, and stay you. And oh, I, think, I love it. Yeah, so I think it's that last part that really, um, you know, was really important that people kind of, they become different people when they go to law school and then they're really unhappy. And so a large part of the site is talking about ways to sort of prevent that from happening. Oh, I love that. And um, do guys stop by the site? They do. Um, we definitely, I get emails from guys and they sort of sheepishly say, like, is it okay if I'm reading the site? Right. I find it helpful. They're um, closet reading it. They yeah, they're you know, probably not in only class. Only read it in the bathroom. It does have sort of pink. Right. Um, <laughs> so I'm guessing they're not openly reading it in like Civ Pro. Although, hey, I was a Civ Pro TA, so I could help you there. But um, yeah, it is funny. There are guys who read it. Cool. Um, and apparently find it helpful. And then what about your other projects that you have going? Tell us about those. Yeah, so we have um, through Twitter, actually. I met my now business partner. Um, through Twitter? Through Twitter. That's yeah, interesting. So it's always interesting when people say social media, like, not no you know useless can't right. form relationships um, I met my business partner there um, turned out she lived in San Francisco about a mile from me um, no but we literally never would have met otherwise so we started with the law school toolbox um, and the bar exam toolbox and those are kind of what they sound like resources for law students and people taking the bar exam um, we do some group courses online we do some tutoring and then we have the websites um, and we also have a career conference that we've thrown a couple of times called Catapult Legal, which wow. is basically encouraging people to take a more sort of creative and entrepreneurial approach to their legal career. Um, and then we have a website that grew out of that, which is called, or at least for the moment, called Trebuchet Legal. We're aiming to bring together really a community of people who are kind of thinking about legal careers in more creative ways. Well, that's amazing. There's so much talk these days about really helping law school students figure out how to get all that done. So that's pretty amazing. Yeah, it's really, it's an interesting space to be in. You yeah, know, it The like whole legal education is changing. Right. The legal practice is changing. There are all these new opportunities. You know, things like Clio yeah. make it much easier to have a more entrepreneurial approach. Right. Like, let's talk about an interesting space to be in. The Clio Cloud Conference exactly. is pretty awesome. And yeah. is, were you here last year? I was not. Okay. So I wasn't either. It's my first time. And it's really impressive. What are your impressions of the conference and the people that you're meeting, and how have you liked it so far? Oh, I love it. Um, and Jack Newton, the founder of Clio, is actually a really early supporter of our conferences, which was awesome. He, in fact, he came to both of them, which was like really fantastic. Um, and he spoke, and everyone loved him. So yeah, I'm thrilled to be here. I think it's a really interesting mix of people. There are all these people that I've sort of, you know, are internet famous or that you know. From I know. The, you know, you're like, oh, you're that guy. You look familiar. Um, some people are taller than you think. Some are shorter. You know. <laughs> yeah, fun. that's so funny. There is so much value to actually bringing all of those internet sources and people into a, a human space, mm -hmm. and that's definitely one of the benefits. Yeah, I was thinking on the plane yesterday, it was slightly ironic that we're all going to a conference for cloud computing like <laughs> on the plane. <laughs> but I do think there's something about getting people in the same space. Um, and, you know, I think, you know, there are lots of discussions in the law and the legal space about, like, are lawyers dead and can you do everything right. remotely? And, you know, I think it's all a question of sort of balancing, like, what works. And, of course, you know, you don't need to meet, you don't need to have a conference every day, but it's great to do occasionally. Yep. And um, have you attended any other sessions? Oh, yeah. I went to several this morning. Uh, of course, went to the Richard Susskind yes. like, keynote. He's great. He, I just want him to say my name I know, and I want right? to record it. <laughs> 
so that I in love his the sexy Scottish love accent, I can just hear my name all the time. I mean, you want to talk about getting me out of a rut? I'd just play him saying my name all the time. No, that would be great. Now, his message was good. Okay, fine. I mean, great. It was. It was great. Um, and I never get tired of listening to him speak, so I completely enjoyed it, too. Anyone else that stands out as an awesome speaker and presenter? Oh, I went to Sam Glover's talk this morning. I know you guys were talking with him earlier. Yes. And he, uh, I, I'd actually never met him in person, so that was interesting. Very fun. Very fun, very friendly. Taller and younger looking than I thought. Yep. <laughs> I was like, your picture doesn't do you justice. Um, but no, I thought his talk was really great. Um, you know, just kind of encouraging lawyers to, A, catch up with the times yeah. and you get rid of the fax machine and phones and things like that. Right, and you know, he's interesting because his message was you don't need to get rid of all this stuff, just catch up on how you're using it. You know, modernize whatever tools you're using. Either either modernize it or replace it with the modern day equivalent. And a lot of what he was talking about was interesting through the context of like the generational lens because the things that drive, you know, the 20-something people completely insane are things like leaving voicemail. Right. And so his example of like someone sending an email that says, call me. (laughs) (laughs) I think anyone under the age of like 40 was like, oh my God, I would kill someone. You know, whereas I'm sitting there thinking like, I won't even answer voicemail. You know, if someone leaves me a voicemail, I email them an answer. And sending the message, like, don't call me. That's right. I don't have my phone number published anywhere. That's funny. (laughs) Because I don't want to talk to you on the phone. Nobody wants to talk to anybody on the phone. That's not true. Baby boomers love it. They're crazy. (laughs) Hey, we don't say crazy. We just say generational difference. (laughs) There's a generational difference. Well, I really appreciate you taking the time out of your busy day to talk to me and, um, you know, hang out with the Legal Talk Network folks. Thank yeah, you so much. Great. Thank you guys. You're very welcome. Thanks for stopping by. We My appreciate pleasure. it. Thanks. The views expressed by the participants of this program are their own and do not represent the views of, nor are they endorsed by, Legal Talk Network, its officers, directors, employees, agents, representatives, shareholders, and subsidiaries. None of the content should be considered legal advice. As always, consult a lawyer. 